Hey everyone, it's Mark. This week's episode is sponsored by Littlefoot Coffee. They are my favorite coffee company. So if you head on over to littlefootcoffee.com, you can use promo code MARK, M-A-R-C, and save 10% off your order. Or if you really like coffee, sign up for their coffee subscription service and save 20% off your first month. That's littlefootcoffee.com. Use promo code MARK. And on to this week's episode of the Think Differently podcast. From Chicago, Illinois, this is Think Differently a show that explores people who are challenging the status quo and how they do their work and choose to live their life. From doctors and designers to entrepreneurs and artists, hear the stories, learn the insights, and see what it takes to think differently. Hey everyone, it's Mark. Welcome to episode 21 of the Think Differently podcast. This week's episode is different. It's just different. I mean, shit, the title of the podcast is Think Differently. So this week, I don't have a guest. I canceled this week's guest, and this week is an experimental episode where I'll be the guest because there's a lot on my mind right now, and as I talk to more and more people or post something online and people respond, I've just come to the conclusion, as many of you have, that life is heavy right now. It is heavy in every way imaginable, in ways that people of my generation just have never seen. We're dealing with a global pandemic that has completely decimated our economy and has changed the way that we do work, that we do life. Uh, We have political and social and civil unrest in the US. We literally every night are seeing people being shot and killed on the news. I don't want my children growing up watching that. I don't like seeing it as a father. And it's just taxing. For those of us that are working at home the day to day to day, the meeting to meeting to meeting, the fact that you are always a phone call which is in your pocket or in the palm of your hand, a meeting away from losing your mind. Life is heavy and it's okay that it's heavy. And so what I want to dig into in this particular episode is something that I call the madness. And so enjoy this episode. It will be shorter than usual, probably about 10-15 minutes. Uh, Let me know what you think. Drop me an email, mark at markdhands.com. Drop me a DM on Instagram at markdhands or on Twitter at markdhands or on Facebook backslash markdhands. You kind of get the picture. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this and uh, the more I talk to people about the madness, I realize I'm not alone. We all have the madness. So without further ado, this is episode 21 of the Think Differently podcast, which is about the madness. This morning, I was out on a walk and listening to the Tim Ferriss podcast, uh, specifically the one about Tribe of Mentors, his, his most recent book. And he was talking to a guy named Naval Ravikant. And if you don't know Naval, he is a world-class investor, just a very different thinker. And he had a quote which talked about that we all have a little crazy in us. And his quote was, normal people are just crazy people you don't know well enough. And so uh, maybe you think I'm normal, maybe you think I'm crazy, but whichever end of the spectrum you think I reside, I definitely have some craziness in me. And the craziness uh, over the years has given a name, and the name is The Madness. Now, the word The Madness or the title The Madness comes from an old skateboarding video I watched when I was a kid. There was this clip of a 14-year-old kid that was getting set to kick flip or ollie his skateboard down 14 stairs, which is just crazy. And the people that were standing by watching him, his friends were cheering him on. They were saying, man, this kid, he's just got the madness. And it's kind of, it's this idea that once a task or a goal is in mind, 
everything else just falls apart and falls away and drifts away and the goal is the only thing that is being focused on and it's like this madness that comes over you that you must achieve this goal and throughout the course of my life I have noticed and observed that I have the madness and sometimes like many of you it is my greatest asset but at other times it is my largest and most vulnerable enemy. And what I mean by that is that the madness allows you to achieve great things in life, in business, whether it's uh, small goals that I'm setting for myself to, you know, from from, you know, winning teaching awards to starting a business to launching a new, you know, podcast or building Dropkit, these things that I just get in my head that I have to bring to life and I do bring them to life and I learn amazing lessons through them. But the downside of the madness is that when things are not associated with your goal, they just fall away to the side. Now, this has manifested itself negatively in my life in many different ways. I'm going to give you a few examples right now. So uh, let's talk about health, right? So uh, because I have the madness and I kind of have this all or nothing attitude, uh, if I'm really into my health, I'm all about my health and I'm tracking my blood sugars. Remember, I'm a type 1 diabetic. I track my blood sugars perfectly. I measure my food. I count every carbohydrate to calculate my insulin to carbohydrate ratio. And I am like a robot. Nothing gets in the way of my health. And the same is true with my mental health. When I'm on my meditation, it is every morning without fail. The problem is that results in really great things. But when my focus shifts to something else, i.e. working from home and trying to manage a million things, the focus in the madness shifts away from that element of health and wellness into something else, which means my health gets neglected. It just fades away into the background. And now something else is getting the attention the madness deserves. Another way that the madness enters my life is around creativity and like business-minded ideas. So uh, I had the idea that I wanted to make a case for diabetics to carry their stuff in. And luckily I found a business partner just serendipitously. It's a great story, maybe for another episode. But everything else fell away. I developed an hours and hours and hours every day into that product, building it. What was it going to look like? How was it going to work? Uh, everything about the marketing, the social media, the cost structure, everything, and everything else fell away. Again, good because it helps me learn how to run a business, how to build a product, and how to work with a team. Not so good because there were other things that got neglected because the madness had me focusing just on the business. Another way that uh, the madness both serves me but also spanks me is in interests. And, and these are more like important interests. So as an example, uh, you can certainly ask my former wife and you could probably ask my wife, but there are things in life that I just don't know about. These are important things. These are like people's birth dates. These are things like finances and insurance and things that I should know about, things that I should be putting lots of effort into. But because they're not interesting to me because they don't fulfill me and, and light me up the way other things do. The madness just lets those things fade into the background. Um, and that causes a lot of stress for people. It causes a lot of anxiety. It causes a lot of worry. It causes a lot of, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And that's an area where the madness does not serve me well. 
Now, some areas where the madness serves me really, really well is I'm really good in high-pressure situations. Uh, so uh, when the uh, shit hits the fan, so to speak, I am definitely the guy you want around you. I can focus, I can delegate, I can optimize, and I can make sure that uh, kind of stuff gets done, if you will. But that's few and far between. And so the madness, uh, although it's this thing that lights me up and it makes me feel great and it allows me to get stuff done, it also hampers things, and it's not a great thing. And so as I think about that quote I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that normal people are just crazy people you don't know well enough, it makes me realize that everybody has the madness in some way. Everybody's got something in them that's a little crazy. It might be a little habit that you do. It might be, you know, a way that you think. It might be a way you do things that's just different or unique and just different than everybody else. But it serves us in some way. And I think what I'm starting to learn as as I get older is I need to be conscious of the madness. I need to be aware of what it feels like when the madness starts to enter my brain, when I find myself going quickly down a rabbit hole and need to maybe bring the airplane back up to 30,000 feet so I could look down at the big picture and get a better sense and scale of where am I going with this idea. One way that I've actually found that helps me combat the madness is uh, I used to always go to my wife, I have a great idea. And then over the, uh, the years here, I've realized they're not all great ideas, but rather I should just say, hey, I have an idea and listen to what people's thoughts are about that idea before I just open up a big old can of madness and jump in on the project. And so uh, a very uh, serendipitous thing happened this morning, which was I was out for a, a walk. I had to move my car after my bike ride and I was walking back and I saw a neighbor. She's a new neighbor. They just moved in like a few months ago and uh, she was taking her garbage out and uh, I noticed she was limping. She was in her robe and she was barefoot and I was like, hey, 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 let me give you a hand, you know, taking your garbage to the curb and uh, as I was taking the garbage to the curb, we started talking and uh, I was just saying, wow, what a beautiful morning, right? Sun's up and she said, you know, Um, that she was really trying to get up early before her kids because she was reading some stoicism, right? Some stoic philosophy. And one of those tenets is get up before the sun so you can watch the sunrise and appreciate the sunrise. And I was talking to her that, you know, I subscribe to a lot of stoic principles, right? So if you're not familiar, stoicism uh, in a nutshell is based on the principle that you don't need to have an emotional reaction to everything that happens. You can choose to be stoic and realize that good things are gonna happen and bad things are going to happen, but you can kind of stay middle of the road and not react um, to these negative or positive things that happen. And what I said to uh, my new neighbor is that I definitely adopt some of those principles, but they haven't always served me well because being stoic, I, I again, because I have the madness, I take it to the extremes. So when negative things happen in my life, I'll try to be stoic and just not notice them and not let them affect me the way that negative things should. When really positive things, really great moments happen, I try to not embrace them as much because I'm trying to be kind of stoic in that way. And again, it's this, this life of extremes. I think that's what the madness is all about. It's about life of extremes. You know, the extreme good, the extreme bad, and trying to find that stoic middle ground. It's basically a mess at times. And so uh, conversations like this, talking to other people, uh, people that do things like CBT, cognitive behavior therapy, people that uh, meditate and have a mindfulness practice, people that exercise, people that help others and, and find ways to balance their lives. Those are all great examples of how to mitigate the madness. This thing I'm most scared about related to the madness is that I don't want to lose it 
because I really like it, which sounds odd because I've just spent the last 10 minutes outlining how the madness has been kind of a negative thing in my life, but it's also been a positive and I feel like it makes me who I am. And so one thing that I'm attempting to do now is to be more aware of when the madness creeps in, when I'm about to start getting all fired up and get all excited about something and let everything else fade into the background, I need to stop and pause and find what is the trigger that set me into the madness and and kind of opened up Pandora's box. And being aware as I've gotten older is just that's 99% of the game is being aware. If you're upset, you should be aware of why are you upset? Are you upset about the thing that actually happened? Are you upset about the way that it made you feel? Are you upset about how it's going to cause you and that other person in your relationship to, to move forward? Because a lot of times being aware of a challenge, being aware of a situation, being aware of your emotions, being aware of if the madness is on you or not, it's again, 99% of the battle. You can stop and say, oh man, the madness is here. I'm about to go super crazy, you know, trying to build this swing set for my kids. And I know that if I do that, I will not talk to anybody for the next, however long it takes for me to build that thing. And it's not the most healthy thing. So step one, being aware. Step two uh, thing that I'm trying to learn here about the madness is where should I use the madness and where should I not? I think about it like this, like a superhero that just found out they have this superpower, but they could use it for good or they could use it for bad. And the superhero uses it for good. So if the madness is my superpower, how can I make sure I'm only using it for things that serve others and serve myself and make the world better versus using the madness in other ways that would allow me to detract attention from things that are important? And so uh, I think in short here, what I'm getting at is that the madness, we all have it. We all go down rabbit holes. We all kind of give attention to the things that we love and, and tend to ignore some of the things that we don't love. But this is a trait that I've had my entire life. You can literally call my parents up if you know them. And if not, I'll give you their number if you text me or DM me. But my parents have said this from the beginning, that Mark, when he loved art as a kid, Art was everything. I would draw everything. I would do all these creative things. Math, not so much. Reading, not so much. It just wasn't important to me. And I've literally heard my mom say the words, if it's important to you, you'll do it till the end of the day. If it's not, it's like it doesn't even exist. And so this has been with me. The madness has been with me my whole life. And here I am, uh, 43 years young, trying to now mitigate, manage, navigate, harness the energy and the power of the madness for good. And so I would love to hear from you. Do you have the madness? If so, how does it manifest in your life? Is it good for you? Is it bad for you? What are some examples of times that you've kind of had the madness and were aware of the madness? And so what I'd love for you to do is drop me an email at mark at markdhands.com. Drop me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. They're all markdhands. And I'd love to hear from you. I think one of the most things I've found about the podcast, obviously about my community on social media, is that there is power, there's validation, there's challenge in a community. So I would love to hear from you and about your thoughts on the madness. 
So, what did you think? That's a pretty interesting little take on things, right? The madness. Um, let me know what you think about this format of the podcast. Again, it's I'm just doing an experiment this week. Next week, we'll return to bringing on some great guests for you all to listen to about how they think differently. But I'd love to hear your feedback on the, this episode and specifically about the madness. So as always, this podcast is sponsored by Littlefoot Coffee. They are a small batch coffee roaster. These are two people literally working day and night to bring their dream to life. So if you drink coffee, if you like coffee, if you want to give coffee as a gift to a friend, head over to littlefootcoffee.com. Use promo code MARK, M-A-R-C, and you'll save 10% off your order. Or if you want to give a nice gift or if you want to sign up for the subscription service, use promo code MARK and you'll save 20% off your first month. Thank you to Littlefoot Coffee. Rosie and Alex, the founders, are just amazing people. Now is the time to support small business. As always, this is Mark Hans from Chicago, Illinois, inspiring and challenging you to think differently.